Welcome to the segment of Yerucha on Mechir's Chametz. The first segment is going to be talking about the general concepts of Mechir's Chametz, starting with the whole Makar, to the idea of selling Chametz, moving on to the concept of whether or not you have to remove the Chametz from your premises, then the question that Chrenim discussed of whether you have to do Bidika's Chametz on a house or area that was the Chametz was sold to a guy. And finally, we'll touch on the idea of a mechir's chametz klalis, which is this generalized mechir that they would do for all the people of a town, the one general mechira to cover all of them. It's not so common nowadays, but it was a big topic back in the day. So beginning in the booklet on page 8, we look at the psukim, just to get the idea of the iser that we're dealing with. Pasuk says in Parshish Boi, Parakid Beis Pasuk Yotas, Shivas Yomim Se'or Le'yom for the seven days of Pesach, you cannot have Se'or, in your house, in your possession. Anyone who eats any kind of chametz will be chayv karis. It says Rashi, Rashi is quoting a, a medrash, that minayin legvulin. How do you know that it can't be anywhere in your possession? It says elsewhere, So why is the Torah specifically choosing your house? Is to teach you When we say that you're not allowed to have chametz in your possession, it means the chametz that you have jurisdiction over. If you have the chametz that belongs to a guy, which happens to be within the boundaries of a Jewish of a Jewish um, uh, habitat, the Jew is not responsible for it so long as he does not have a chrayas for that chametz or something goes wrong. So again, we, now we have a concept that a person is not allowed to have chametz that he owns in his possession. If it belongs to a non-Jew, then technically it could be in his possession, which leads to the thought that maybe you could keep chametz in your possession so long as you sold it. So we're going out of the Gemara, quoted on page Tess in the booklet, the rice says, Here it's on Pesach, a non Jew walks into a chatzar that belongs to a Jew and he's holding his chametz. You don't have to throw him out, you can leave him with his chametz. But if then If he entrusted it to the Jew, so now the Jew has a chayas for it, so now he has to get rid of it. If he gave the non-Jew a place to put it, said, this is your room, it's all for you, then then he does not have to get rid of it. Like the Pasuk says, so that last thing doesn't really make sense, it's a non-sequitur. So the Gemara says, what does he mean to say when it said, so it's going back on the first halacha, that the Nachri who comes in with his with his dough, you don't have to get rid of it. And what it means to say is, once that Nachri gives him entrusts the Chamas to the Jew, now it's referring to the prohibition of the Jew having Chamas that belongs to a guy if it was entrusted to him that it's covered by Le'i Matzeh. Rav Ashi Omar, he says, Le'om is going on the second halacha. That if it's that if the uh, if he was miyachid bias for the for the non Jew if he gave him a special place to to keep his stuff now did not have to be mivar and what's the kavan v'achik kamar yichid leibayis ain't zok levar shenemar lo yimotze bivotechem v'alavdi dei who did not kikomayil based on afshek kikomayil the it now it's no longer the Jew's issue the fact that the non Jew has chametz entrusted by him because since he gave him his own little place to keep it so when the non Jew comes to access his chametz he's going into his own house he's not going into the Jew's house. So says the Gemara, remember, it's Chiyos Kanya. Does that mean to tell me that rent, a rental is kainah to the extent that now the owner 
is no longer responsible for the chametz that's in there about Tanan. The Mishnah says, It says that you're not allowed to rent a house to a non-Jew who's going to actually use it for his living space because he might put a Vedizara in there. If it's true that Sechiris is Kaina to the extent the owner had, is, is not responsible for what goes on in there, so then Avedizara also shouldn't be an issue. So why do we say that you're not allowed to rent your house to a non-Jew, at least that was Allah in certain times, if he may bring over here is different, even though technically Schirus does somewhat belong to the owner, even though he rented out the premises to the non-Jew, still the, he has responsibility for like other Yisurim, but when it comes to Chametz, Lo Yimotze tells you that it has to be common to you, that you have direct access to, once he rented out the place to the to the non-Jew, he gave it solely to his jurisdiction. So then, even though it's temporary, the Jew is not responsible for it, and he will not be over bali ro bali matzi. Won't be over the iser of possessing chametz in his possession on yamtiv. So, so till now we have this concept that a Jew is not allowed to have chametz that belongs to him in his possession. He cannot have chametz that was entrusted to him in his possession if it belongs to a non-Jew. Definitely, we said in the case of the John Jew walks in holding chametz, you don't have to throw him out with his chametz. And if you give him a place where he could keep his chametz by him, it's his own chametz, you keep it by him. So then, also, the Yisrael is not going to be over Bali or Bali Matze. But until now, we've been discussing chametz that actually belongs to the non Jew. None of this is referring to chametz that belonged to the Jew and he sold it off to the non Jew. So that brings us to the Tesefta, which is really the first source of the idea of a Jew selling his chametz to a non Jew. As a way of avoiding the Isser Bali Rabbi Yimotze, going out of page 11 of the book, we have a Tesefta. Second paragraph, Psachim, starting from the top line. Yisrael Venachri Shayibon Bisfino. You have a Jew together with a non Jew and they're on, on a boat. The Chamas Biad Yisrael, the Jew has Chamas by him, and apparently he's worried that he's going to be over by Yorobali Yimotze. So now, why doesn't he just throw it over the side of the boat? It would appear that he needs his Chamas. He, he's on a boat. And he can't just throw away food. He needs, he needs his food for later. So what should he do? Um, he could either sell it to the non-Jew, or or he can give it to him as a present. And then he can retrieve it. He can buy it back after Pesach. If he's giving it to him as a present, it must be a matonah gemur. Nuchas Bikurim explains. Kamura means that Shloyam and Aslahachs here. It can't be any tonight that he's, he's that the non Jew has to give it back to him. And the Yeshua Farshim believes Shum tonight. He can't use any kind of tonight. It has to be a complete gift that it, the, now it belongs to the non Jew completely. And even though we both know that the plan is for the Jew to retrieve it after Pesach. So that would imply that there's no problem, except for the mere fact that the Sefta chose a case that we're discussing a people in a boat which gives a sense that we're dealing with a case that there's an urgency to it. It's not just a, for no reason whatsoever. There's a reason why the Jew has to pull this off, which, again, it sort of implies that maybe it's only for certain situations and it can't be done just for just for, out of convenience. Going now to page 12, we quote your Shalmi, also in the second parak of Psachim. Here it's a little bit different. We're not talking about directly selling it to a non-Jew. Here we're talking about somebody who's mafkir as chametz instead of actually burning his chametz or getting rid of it or selling it off for good, what this guy wants to do is he just wants to be mafkir his chametz. And the question is, does that suffice to remove the iser 
of having chametz over Pesach, that now he's going to be able to use it after Pesach. So says the Yerushalmi, Hivkir chemtay. Hivkir is hevkir is lashon of hefkir that he's mafkirit. But gimel aser on thirteenth day before Pesach, before this man iser lachar Pesach ma. What's the halacha? What's the status of this chametz after Pesach? Rebechanon Omar aser Rebechanon. We usually paskin like Rebechanon says that chametz is forbidden. If a guy was mafkir his chametz before Pesach with the plan to retreat after Pesach, that chametz is aser after Pesach. So what is the Machlekes? So the Rishonim gives one Mahalach, which the Gemara then continues skipping a couple lines. The Gemara fears this and says, Eina Kain. That's not the, the Machlekes we meant to say, rather, Elo, Rebbechanon chashel ha-romo. Shemalakish lo'i chashel ha-romo. is not saying that on a technical level it doesn't work. But he's chashish la-romo. When somebody, instead of getting rid of his chametz for real, he's just mafkeret, so what does that mean? We're chayish laharama. So let's look at the pnei on the side. It's it's marked off on the side when it says in the kain kolaymar. Kachin uigil mei kar lefarish b'tadir rechem deplukta dani tanoi talio avlein adav kain. You know the Torah we meant to say rather el doch chayin tanoi direchon chashash laharama shem ayarum b'kach lafkiri kodem pesach v'lachar liskas v'achar pesach. Rechon is saying is chayish. It's exero. No, maybe Itaka was mafkiri and maybe Itaka this was his way of getting rid of his chametz. But he's chayshish that the plan was that he's going to be use this trick, it's this this uh, stratagem to just mafkir his chametz before Pesach and then go retreat right after Pesach. So the rabban were geyser that it should be remain also after Pesach. Someone's going to use some sort of trick to, as a way of getting around the Yisrael Bal Yerobal he calls that a haroma, and not only are you not allowed to do it, the chametz will actually be aser after Pesach. So this, again, seems to contradict the Tosefta. Tosefta says that the guy is allowed to sell or grant his chametz to the non-Jew and then get it back after Pesach. The, the Yerushalmi is saying if a guy has mafkirit, which technically removes iser bal yor and yet, the chamur geyser, according to Rechonon, that the, you know, the iser of chametz over over Pesach will apply to somebody who uses this kind of trick to get out of it, with chesh so it would seem to be either machlekes, unless we'll say that maybe there is a chilek that the Sefta is talking about only in extreme case. They had no other choice because he's on the boat. Or we could say that maybe there's a chilek between being mafke your chametz and selling your chametz. But that's none of that is clear. So we go now to page 13, which is the Ritva. <coughs> the Ritva proposes the following halacha. This is going right in the beginning of the second parak. So because of Haridzal, who had in Lidnoi, when it says over there you could sell to a non-Jew, so it says you can actually give it to an Anjou, and also you can look about in you're not allowed to give him stamp presents, so therefore over there it's referring to you sell it to a guy. Chena Din says the Ritval, if you would be mafkar, your chamas probably, properly, the Vada ain't herbal of a chavalet, which is Rabon. Vada ain't not herbal, but yeah, you still have to get rid of it, you have to get out of your shows, mid Rabonan. The Choshezachu by a goyim koydim zmani suroi, anything the goyim took, took uh, ownership of. Before the time of the Yisra Chametz, Vadei Motel Achar Pesach Chametz Shalnachri is definitely Motel, just like any Chametz of a non-Jew that you're allowed to buy. If a non-Jew owned Chametz over Pesach, you can buy from him after Pesach. Well, he's with Tesefta. He sends us to the Tesefta. V'sham Armusha Rishoy Loimar Legoi Achat Lekech B'Meikach Masayim Shemustar Beikach Mucha Achar Pesach Ubelvad Says There Tvashaliyar. You're even allowed to make a deal with the guy in the case of the Tesefta that you tell him. You know, take it, buy it, and you clearly tell him that essentially you plan to buy it back after Pesach. 
But it says, He's not allowed to do this as a stratagem, as a, just a ploy to avoid the Yasser. If he's using this as a trick, and he does this every year to sell to a guy before Pesach, and then to buy back after Pesach, there's a knas that remains also to him and to anybody else after Pesach. He says, what's the logic? The logic of this knas is that because it, 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 they made it as if this is the Jews' comments all along. He just entrusted it to the guy, but really it was his all along. This guy also, he didn't really mean to sell it to the guy. He really meant to entrust it to the guy. He's using this stratagem to avoid the technical iser. But the say he's pulling shtick. So therefore, Chazal made a knas that is also v'chein of Yerushalmi at Kansenai. He sends us to this Yerushalmi that we just quoted, that somebody who tries to do haroma, the knas of the Chacham applies, and the Chachamets will remain also after Pesach. So at this point, our Mahalach of selling Chachamets is very much in peril. It would seem that it's absolutely also to do something on an annual basis to go sell your Chachamets. It would only be mutter in a, once in a while if you're stuck. And you sold your chametz to a guy because you had no choice, so that'll be mutter. But once it's a haroma that you're doing it every year, it would seem that it's a problem, and we'll continue this with the next segment.